another Brick House podcast for you today. It's season five, episode 13, your favorite music podcast. We've got a special guest. First time we've done this all season. I'm Andrew Passaro alongside Joe Brennan. We've got the one and only, the man behind Hills to Height, our good friend Mike. How are we doing today, brother? Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Joe, I just saw you the other day, so I'd like to say long time no see, but kind of getting sick of you, bro. <laughs> the feeling's mutual. To be fair, I also saw you yesterday, Mike. Oh, yeah. Drop off a microphone at your house. Yeah, I'm inept. I don't really have all the uh, technological necessities to properly host a podcast, a podcast, so I'm sorry about that. All you need is a microphone and a brain. Yeah, if you hire me and Joe, we will do all the behind-the-scenes work for you if you ever wanted to start a podcast. We're starting a consulting company. I'm going to do all the work, and Joe's just going to sit there and look pretty. Deal. I think this episode will determine that I am not probably cut out to have my own podcast, and I think that's totally okay because there's enough people out there that are doing it really well, and I'd like to listen to them. That's positive thinking. A lot of game left here. So for those of you listening at home, follow us, Twitter and Instagram, at BrickHousePod, at Andrew Passaro, at Ba-da-da-da-da-da for Joe and at Hills to Height for Mike. You should go check that Instagram out. We're going to talk about it later in the podcast. As you heard on the last episode of the podcast, Joe will be playing guitar in Mike's band. They have a show coming up very soon at Arlene's Grocery. We'll talk about that a little later. But gentlemen, as you know, there's only one way we start this show. Top of the queue, Joseph, what have you been listening to? I've been digging the new Big Thief album, Simulation Swarm has a very folk vibe to it as you know I'm a big I'm a big big thief fan Adrian the lead singer is a fantastic songwriter very unique vocalist if you're into that kind of vibe check it out Mike I'll let you go next what's what's uh what what have you been listening to what have you been jamming out there Okay so probably not a surprise at all to people that know me very well I've been really stoked about the fact that Bright Eyes recently announced that they are going through every single album since their creation and re-recording with a list of special guests, including Phoebe Bridgers, Waxahachie, a few others, if I'm not mistaken, and pretty much all of my fa- like all of my favorite songs will be re-recorded and have a modern take and so they released a couple of the singles from that so i've been i'm like one of those insufferable people that can like literally listen to a single on repeat like six seven times in a row just because i need to like absorb it to its fullest extent before i can move on so uh yeah that's what i've been really listening to a lot so is that like a Taylor's version, essentially? Yeah, I'm, no, I mean, I, I think in some ways... Scooter yeah. Braun didn't steal all their Yeah, records. no, they're not doing it out of necessity or because they feel like they got fucked over or anything. I think it's because they just were like, you know what? Like, it's been... For some of these songs, it's been, no exaggeration, almost 20 years. So they're just like, let's bring this up to speed with like a modern production and sound. Because they used to record those earlier albums like pretty much themselves in uh, Omaha. Their band and there are also, you know, such talented producers in that band. Mike Mogus, he's like the mastermind behind all that. So I'm really excited for anything related to Conor Oberst. I'm just like... I'm just sucking at the the teat. I I, I need it. Mike, aren't you gonna miss the uh, background vacuum drone that's on the original 
letting off the happiness album. That's the thing. I feel like maybe the worry is that it might lose some of its charm because of that, like inherently like kind of shitty production quality and like whatever the hell else is going on in the background there. But I listened to like the, the couple singles that they put out so far from their re-recordings and I'm all in. The ones they re- recorded recently and have made public um, is um, Falling Out of Love at This Volume, which like I love the title of that song and I love the song itself. Halai, 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 Halai with PV Bridgers, another really, really promising indication of what's to come with that. So I think we're in store for a lot of good stuff. I think I've wasted enough time talking about Bright Eyes, though. I don't know how much you guys designate to like one artist when you talk about oh we have a we have a bright eyes segment on the podcast oh, so thanks for checking Perfect. that one off yeah <laughs> <laughs> um we'll talk about phoebe bridgers a little later in the podcast actually phoebe bridgers and i are now co-workers so uh, i'll see oh her yeah i saw that hi if you want me to actually that kind of led to my top of the queue i've been kind of into this like little rabbit hole not rabbit hole i've been in like a loop of like the same probably 75 different hip-hop songs on my spotify and i didn't want to like show up to the podcast today where i knew both of you were gonna go with something indie and guitar based and just be like i was listening to liquid swords for the billionth time today so i tried to break the loop and i first was listening to some phoebe but we'll talk about that later and i found this playlist on spotify it was like indie up and comers or something like that and i found four songs that i liked i like bad love by the song dead or by this band dead d-e-h-d they're great yep i found this song dancing to the smiths by hannah Ide or e-i-d is her last name it was like really chill like all of this is like very like washed out fuzzy which is kind of my perfect vibe as we're breaking out of like we're thawing out of winter that's when i kind of like start easing into my Mac DeMarco and it's like oh we're gonna drink outside because it's 45 50 degrees out today like I'm wearing just a t-shirt underneath the bomber not like a hoodie as well all of these kind of like play off of that vibe this band Daphne's Couch which I think are from London I really liked they had a song called Fallout and then my favorite was this band called Island of Love they had a song called Songs of Love all of these bands have like less than 15k monthly listeners on Spotify there's a playlist that I found all of them in. I would highly recommend checking them out if that like fuzzy indie rock like sound is something that you're into. Joseph. The track Bad Love by Dead is on the 2022 question mark question mark playlist that we dropped last week. So Well, I found it organically. So yeah. I'm Well, clearly I'm, you haven't you know, listened we, to the playlist. I didn't know that that playlist <laughs> existed even though you definitely told me about it on a podcast that I both produced, listened to and was there for the recording of. But uh, <laughs> things have been a little busy. One last thing. So we do Motown Wednesdays at work and I love Motown. So I've been doing like trying to like pick some different songs for what we're playing. And I've been listening to a bunch of Stevie Wonder, but that's not really here. I was listening to like a, you know, you, when you hit Spotify and, you, and it creates a radio station off of whatever song and you just thumbing through the next one. I did not know that Hard to Handle, the song that I know best by... To guess who? I don't know who did it first, but there is a version of Hard to Handle done by Otis Redding, the same one that we know by The Guess Who. And I did not know if that... I don't know if that's a cover. And that is something that I, I did zero research on, but there is, an Otis Red, uh, there is an Otis Redding version of Hard to Handle. I listened to it this week. I thumbs it up on Spotify. It's awesome. If you're an Otis Redding fan, could not recommend it enough. That's what's that's what I've been listening to. Have you guys noticed uh, Dave Grohl has been all over the news and interviews in the past week? Yeah, he's got that movie coming up, right? That uh, like horror comedy film. Yeah, I think it's Studio Six 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 or something like that. It looks pretty entertaining. I saw him at uh, Andrew's uh, co-workers. He was on. St- 
on Sirius recently. Yeah, we, okay. we hang out, me and, me and Dave. We drink some fresh pots together. Hell yeah. <laughs> fresh pots! I saw he was also on, uh, I think it was Dezus De- and Montero. I definitely butchered their name. Oh, Dezus and Miro. Yeah, that guy. Um, he was on the Hot Ones also episode. Oh yeah, I, I haven't seen that Hot Ones episode yet. I, I'm a big. It's very entertaining. I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, it, it was entertaining. I have a, a funny. I, I'll let you finish, but I have a funny anecdote about the Foo Fighters that I'd love to uh, to share. But uh, I can wait. Tell it now. Tell it now. My fiance and I were living in Portugal for a couple of months, and uh, the Airbnb that we rented out for that two month period played like really bizarre they were cool but just very out there acoustic covers all day and night if there wasn't live music playing and one of them was learn to fly by like this female artist with like this very whimsical disney fairy tale movie voice so it was just like a very odd pairing and that reminded me of the song in general and so whenever holly and my fiance holly and i were uh like pre-gaming or whatever at our airbnb i would always put on that music video and we remembered how fucking a hilarious that video is if you haven't seen it with tenacious d and dave Grohl's like five different characters and just like the sheer quality of that song is just like one of like the most like perfectly constructed rock songs of all time i think and then of course like a good video to pair it with chef's kid yeah the dude the dude's a genius rock star does it all every Foo Fighters music video is the funniest fucking music video yeah, you'll ever see they are really funny what's the one of, there's one on the first record I'm blanking on the song Big they Me they just ripped off a, yeah it, the it's Mentos just a commercial? Mentos commercial yeah, yeah, it, yeah. they just completely ripped off a Mentos commercial phenomenal phenomenal music video underrated in uh, one of those interviews that uh, Dave Grohl was in, in the past week he mentioned about uh, recording on a Liam, Gall- Liam Gallagher single he just happened to be in the studio when Liam Gallagher was there, and Liam said, hey, why don't you do the drums on this song? And then he was talking about how Liam Gallagher is one of the last remaining rock stars of uh, the current generation, or the last generation. I got to thinking, do we have any rock stars of the past 10, 10 or so years? And I couldn't think of really many, or any at all, actually. I'd say in the late 90s, we kind of had the last... The last hoorah of rock stars with your your Dave Grohl's and your Liam Gallagher's. You could even make an argument for Rivers Cuomo from Weezer, Jack there. White. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd put the grunge before like a Dave Grohl and a... Fair. Yeah. You're going like rock in the pure, simplistic definition of rock and roll. Correct, yeah. But since since then, I can't think of anything. Never mind the fact that like a lot of like the original sixties and seventies rock and rollers are still alive, so do they technically get a mention? Fucking Keith Richards, who's like walking his old bones out there still, and and Mick Jagger shaking his hips like he's twenty five still. Well, of course they're they're shoeins, you know. Yeah, I think the point still is if you had to say give me the definition of a modern rock star, I don't. It doesn't exist, and like the rock and roll genre you think of the bands that are flying around in a private jet that has their art on the side of it it's not in rock and roll it's like drake it's travis scott oh yeah kanye but i think there's a couple names we could throw out there they haven't done anything big in a while but you could have said black keys but the the other thing too is that none of all of those old school rock stars if they walked into your like childhood mall middle of america they would get mobbed exactly and 
Dan Arbach. And people know the name robbed. Mick Jagger. People know the name Keith Richards. Someone says Dan Arbach, you have to say Dan Arbach from Black Keys. It's not yeah. just the name. It's the face, too. Cover of magazines. And, all right, I'm going to actually throw out two. And neither of them are exact necessarily like rock and roll. But I would say Kevin Parker and Phoebe Bridges. I also had Kevin Parker on my list. Because people know, for the most part, who Kevin Parker is. Or Tame Impala, you know. He, but the, he's also moving in a direction where we all know he's going to end up just like becoming a producer and not. I didn't know the name of the lead singer of Tame Impala until just now. So that if that gives you any indication of like how he probably doesn't <laughs> qualify as a rock star. I was going to say um, I was going to say uh, Coldplay pretty much as big as it gets in terms of like modernity and rock and roll. Kings of Leon, maybe they get like ridiculous. John Mayer, John Mayer. OK, I'll give you that. I'll give you John Mayer. I'll give you Mayer. I'll, I'll allow it. He extends so many different genres of people like and tastes, and he appeals to everyone. It's so bizarre how like my dad loves him. Our you know our lady friends in 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 Bushwick love him too. They went to see him last week. He really you know is evergreen and you know universally loved. Unless you're Taylor Swift, right? Well, that's bias. <laughs> I was gonna say Kevin Parker, but as well. I was going to say Mac DeMarco. I think in our generation, most people know who Mac DeMarco is, and he has a face. He has the gap teeth. Yep. People know who he is and what he looks like. Um, but I'll give you that one. To piggyback on what you said, Andrew, I'd say electronic musicians and like rappers, they live the rock star life and culture. Like The idea of a rock star isn't so much a person in a rock and roll band anymore. It's... It's like a, you know, a culture and a lifestyle. So I'd say Thundercat lives like a rock star in the same sense that Miles Davis lived a rock star life, even though he played fucking jazz, you know? And Miles Davis did not feature, unless I'm mistaken, he did not feature at all in the uh, Star Wars canon. It's true. So that's, uh, that's a step above. Yeah, exactly. You know who I would put on the list, but they haven't put out anything in a while. And a lot of people, not myself, I liked it, but a lot of people hated their last re- release was you probably could have put Arctic Monkeys on that list, but we haven't seen or heard from them in quite a while. And again, I don't, I, c- I couldn't name you a single individual. I also agree with that. And probably the, Alex Turner, the strokes show off Joe, Julian Casablancas. Yeah, I guess. Oh, Julian Casablancas. That's getting closer. Yeah. Yeah. Could say Jack White, but I would put that in the previous, like, generation. I hate to say it like this, but, like, Jack White's, like, great musical release, you know, revolutionary release, that highly influential release is behind him at this point. You know what I mean? He still writes good music, but... And so does, like, the Foo Fighters, but, like, their greatest hits are clearly behind them. They're going on the tour, and you want them to play the hit. They're close, and I love the Foo Fighters. This is not a shot at Dave Grohl or anything about them. This is a point where it's, like, they're going on tour... They're doing. They could do like a fifteen-year anniversary tour of the color and the shape. It's probably. I think it's more up to like twenty-five. Yeah, exactly. But you got what I'm saying. That's the one time I saw Springsteen was he was doing the river, and that's why. Like that's why he was touring. He was exclusively playing the river. Speaking of rock stars, uh, I was digging through uh, the crates in my uncle's house of his old CDs and cassettes and VHSs, and I stumbled upon this archival Bob Dylan cassette. We'll give it a little spin, a little premiere on the Brickhouse podcast. Well, it, it's timeless, actually, because a lot of the things he was talking about then have a lot to do with what's going on now. And it's just really bizarre because you, you listen back at that record and it's like, 
wow this is this is so apt this is so you know germane to the to the current times and um yeah it's 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 interesting but yeah i don't know if we're gonna have a listen real quick Mr. Putin, why don't you stop? You shooting? <laughs> we don't need your war. Gotta keep that love, that love in place. Take your missile away from the crying of the Bravo, that was great. That's what he would say if he had um, written a protest song in 2022. For the Brickhouse podcast, exclusively for the Brickhouse podcast. Yeah, if you couldn't tell, that wasn't a hidden cassette recording. That was Mike doing an amazing Bob Dylan impression. Not sure sure that was obvious. Mike, is there anyone else who would like to say a couple of things on the Brickhouse podcast today? Any other, you know, famous people who just happen to be at your apartment? Famous um, people? Oh, yeah. I think we have, uh, I don't know if this will be uh, divisive for your audience, but I think we got someone at the door here. Yeah, you can come in. Well, let me tell you something. I love the Brickhouse podcast, and even though they're not exactly my type, not exactly my contingency, I love them a lot, and they do a lot of great things. They talk about the music. They talk about what's going on in, in the, the, this day and age, and we love them. And- uh, President Trump, sir, sir, what is your what is your reaction to me taking a, a, a fat sh- on the, the presidential golf course last weekend when I was in Florida. Well, everyone knows that Andrew likes to take a big shit on golf courses, and he thought we got he thought he got away with it. But let me tell you, he's got a lot of talent, and I know that you know we're gonna we're gonna find you know. I, I'm mumbling on here. Sometimes I lose it, and then like I'm like, oh man, I don't know what I'm talking about. That was great. That was actually. fantastic. I've been working on like I, I, now that he's like not so omnipresent in the media and stuff like i have an easier time trying to like do his voice because it's not as like depressing because you should do it longer in charge i have a i have a buddy from the industry who has a phenomenal charles barkley and he has done it with (laughs) charles barkley on the air and it's 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 pretty good ernie (laughs) oh man i gotta i gotta hear that Uh, my favorite thing that i've seen recently well, that dude who uh, I basically formed that Trump impression from, he's on SNL now. James Austin Johnson or something like that. He just got cast on SNL and he took over for Baldwin. Baldwin's Trump sucked. So he took over for uh I think the Baldwin they had impression. Baldwin play Trump for the sole purpose of it pissed off Trump. Yeah. Like, pro- it wasn't really the impersonation. It was how much can we piss him off with anyone? I think that's definitely exactly what happened there but i'm really glad that they got someone who like his impression of trump is like the best impression of anyone i've ever heard in my life i'm not exaggerating i also saw a tiktok recently this dude who does like a flawless jeff goldblum impression did it with jeff goldblum like right in front of him with his wife there and stuff and it's really hilarious and like just feels like you entered the twilight zone these two guys are just going back and forth 
Joe, do you feel confident enough to do an impersonation of Mike at Arlene's Grocery on April 8th when we all go hang out together? Encore! <laughs> that would actually be phenomenal. So, yeah, let's let's pivot real quick. Hills to Height at it's Arlene's Grocery. It's a Friday night. It's in the Lower East Side of New York. Tickets are $10 right now. They're technically $15 at the door, but I'm going to tell you right now, the last time they played Arlene's Grocery, which was... Over the summer, that that bitch sold out so fast. So if you want to go to the show, get tickets immediately. We'll throw a links to the bio. Mike's got links in his bio on Instagram. Joe should have links to his bio as his manager. I should have told him to do that. It's a good idea. Okay, next question. What percentage of Joe's percentage do I get from door sales? Um, slash drink sales. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> isn't isn't the running rate like usually ten percent for managers or twenty percent? Yeah, but like I'm Two. better than most managers. <laughs> I think I'll leave that up to Joe. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, I don't I don't know if anyone else I, I I don't know if anyone else has a manager. This is really special. I didn't know. Well, Will Joe get kicked out of the band if he shows up shirtless and Brickhouse painted on him in in body paint? As long as I'm not wearing sweatpants. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. You beat me to it. He can do. He can do that. He just can't wear sweatpants. We can get. Can he wear a speedo? I'd rather. Mm, I really don't want that either. But I'd rather a speedo than sweatpants. Sweatpants just like, it just gives off this vibe that you don't give a fuck and like you're not trying to look any type of way. It's just, I don't know. What if he's wearing breakaway pants and pulls them off into a Speedo in the middle of the show and someone gets to go home with his pants? That would be funny. <laughs> I, I would endorse that. That's that's totally cool. All right, cool. All right, cool. 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 Will you give the Brick House hotline number a shout out during the show? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Joe, you have to learn the hotline number. 917-725-1626, right? That's not even the right old phone number. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> what is the uh what is the hotline um 917-740-6429 that was my next guess yeah well if there's gonna be i'm not sure yet if joe is gonna have a microphone set up he definitely could take the liberty to uh shout that out since he is going to be up there yeah we haven't really talked about that yet joe we're still trying to iron out like all the lead guitar parts for you first before we think about harmonies vocal harmonies and stuff how's how's my boy doing is he meshing well with the band is he playing nice did he bring sandwiches and orange slices for everyone on the first day <laughs> he didn't do the latter but he's been i told you to cut the crusts off <laughs> yeah he's a piece of shit i got um, hungry on the drive over <laughs> he's been meshing really well he's been gelling really well with everyone else it was kind of Without speaking ill of the former uh, lineup that we had uh, in the summer, Joe is, you know, primary guitar first musician, and we didn't have that previously. So his proficiency playing guitar was very apparent upon his first rehearsal with us, and it was just really nice to have someone who can really carry that load in terms of uh, lead guitar arrangements. And uh, he's written most of like the lead parts that he wants to play himself short of like a couple like established riffs that I just need him to replicate. So Joe's, Joe's been great. 
I don't know if Andrew, I think it'd be kind of funny if we uh, talk about a little bit how Joe uh, came into the fold in the first place because it was kind of like it was kind of like a no doy moment, but I didn't even concept I didn't even conceive of it until you mentioned it mentioned him. Uh, yeah, so Mike had just returned from Portugal, engaged. Congratulations, Thank by you. the way. Uh, and you and I were out on a Friday night in Bushwick, and we where else? Kind of bounce. Yeah, we're kind of bouncing around. I think we're at uh, Honor Club, or or is it, or it's actually pronounced Honore Club. Yeah, I'm not gonna call it that. Um, <laughs> Me neither. So, uh, we were kind of talking, and and I I think I asked like, oh, when are you gonna have a show again next? And you, I think you just mentioned that, you know, the the previous guitar player had moved and. Somebody moved, and you were like yeah. in need of a guitarist, and I was like, "Have you talked to Joe about it?" And I, I was like, "What, what, what about Joe?" And and meanwhile, I'm you're having that. I'm having this conversation with you, and I'm like texting Joe, being like, "Talking to Mike yeah. right now. I'm gonna get you in hill tight. Don't worry about it." Yeah, <laughs> like, like just just like wheeling and dealing while I'm like four gin and yeah. ginger ale. Interesting. By the way, Friday interesting combo. We talked about that night. I had never seen that combination before in my life. Oh, delicious. It's all right. It's my favorite. It's my it's not my favorite. It's my go to beverage because I love a gin and tonic. But if you go to as many dive bars as I do or, you know, all the bartenders like I do, they try to pour heavy. And when you pour heavy on a gin and tonic, it tastes like fucking gasoline and it doesn't taste good. A good gin and tonic is one of my favorite beverages of all time. But you go and you ask for a gin and ginger ale, you can't fuck that up. Like, literally, I could ask a four-year-old to make me a gin and ginger ale. It would be it'd be amazing. It would be perfect. So don't let your four-year-old make you a gin and ginger ale. Do not Disclaimer. be Donald Draper in Mad Men when he had, has, like, five-year-old Sally making... No, she had to be at least seven. Seven-year-old Arnold Sally Palmer. making Arnold Palmer's in, a, in an episode. But uh, I did have Arnold Palmer's. Or not Arnold old fashions? Palmer's, um, Don't they drink old fashions or Manhattans? No, it's a lemon drink with gin. Uh, oh, uh, Tom Collins. Tom Collins. Tom Collins. Friend. Thank you. Yeah. By the way, if you're in Williamsburg and you like the fried chicken sandwich, go mm. to the Commodore. They have a great chicken sandwich. No free ads, but they are slow gin fizz. Oof. It's fucking amazing. So yeah, Mike and I were just out having a good night, and Joe, I I had to I had to defend your honor here because. This is the funny part about it. He's like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, you guys don't talk that much about, like, rock and rock stuff and, like, indie stuff. And I was, like, just listing off. I don't even remember which bands I listed off that Joe liked. And I was like, hey, text Mike, like, all of the music that you listen to. Because, like, I, I talk about hip-hop the most in this podcast. And I, I can't list the name of all of them. And then I put you two in contact. And next thing I know, Joe's like, yes, I'm going to be in like a third band. Okay. Yeah. So a couple things about that. When you mentioned to me that Joe would potentially be interested that night while we were drinking pretty heavily at honor club, I took that opportunity to take the number you gave me for Joe and text him and be like, Hey, I was pretty fucked up at this point myself, but I texted Joe. I was like, Hey Joe, are we doing this or not? It was just in, in 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 retrospect, very aggressive and like I needed it, and very like overwhelming. I apologize for the uh, the tone there, but um, I think I was just trying to um, indicate my you know that I was very serious, trying to demonstrate that I was not fucking around. So you replied in a similar fashion, you know, in the affirmative. So I was like, okay. The only difference was I was 100% sober. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. How unfortunate. That's a you problem. I needed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will not be 100% sober at Arlene's Grocery on April 8th. Before we move on, I've been listening to a lot of radio. I, I, I obviously work in it. One last question, and then we'll get to our top five of the day. Get everybody on their on their way, having a grand old time. You guys got in the studio over the yes. weekend. Do you want to talk about the experience at all? I don't know. There's not really a question there. I could ask, when is it coming out? But I know that's a dumb question to ask. So, so I went out over the weekend to a native Long Island. I have a couple friends who are very savvy producers in their own right. Chris Petra and uh, Tom Fields. They agreed to assist me in recording a uh, new single for Hills to Height. The, the funny thing about it is we specifically chose this uh, song to record because it is more of like a um, solo piece that I w- if I would play live, I would be just no accompaniment. It would just be me. Um, the reason for that is because they're basically experts at tracking everything except drums. So we didn't think we would have that capability. So long story short, we chose a song. It's called Ornamental, and um, I'm hoping to have it out before the uh, the Arlene show. And um, when I mentioned to the band that I was going out on Long Island that day, that Joe said he was interested and uh, wanted to be involved in the recording process, if nothing else, to just consult on certain decisions being made and, uh, you know, the mix and stuff. But then he also brought his own sort of style and taste to the song with a lot of like really cool trippy guitar pedal effects that he added to it which i think gave it a really nice layer the kid loves he does. pedals let me tell you the amount of times that this this exact conversation happens between me and joe dude i bought another camp collar dude i bought another pedal <laughs> it's like i almost yeah. bought one today and also i've been <laughs> trying to like slowly you know shame him into committing to getting a board where he can just like set them up before he gets to the rehearsal space in Brooklyn that we play at because he takes like an extra maybe like 10 minutes 15 minutes to like go through his fucking bag of pedals and like individual <laughs> individually like chaining them in the precise order that he wants them so he's he's definitely told you you told me Joe that you were working on uh, getting a board to like you know streamline that process i have looked into it oh you're only looking into it you haven't even decided oh you my god <laughs> by the time the show comes i'll have one don't worry speaking of camp collars joe uh maybe i will let you pick a shirt from the collection if you so desired select certain shirts not all of them for the show not saying yes not saying no but maybe. i appreciate that but i trust i trust my uh my style enough yes that's fair speaking of style and shirts that I won't be bringing in case this happens. Today's top five. Yeah, so if you uh, have been watching the news, if you're not living under a rock, you see that shit's going down in Eastern Europe with Russia and Ukraine. Hmm. Right now I have the Ukrainian flag as my background for moral support that they'll never see. Yeah, but uh, you saw the news. Putin apparently upped his nuclear forces or security a few days ago so it's putting everyone a little more on edge i have not been sleeping well been having crazy nightmares crazy dreams putin hasn't been in any of them thank god but still they're weird but anyway today's top five top five things you're grabbing if the nuclear bomb is coming you hear it's coming in new york you live in new york what are you grabbing you got an hour to leave 
Mike, since you're today's guest, we'll let you take the lead on this. Okay, five things that... And I'm assuming that, like, size and logistics don't play a role in this. If I have to leave on a moment's notice, do I have to pack light? Or can I just... Five objects that I can ideally have in, like, a a fallout shelter. So I'm just going to... I would say... I'm going to pitch it like this. These are five items that I'm driving... That I'm driving away from the city and I'm stopping by a Walmart or like a camping goods store. Or already having in your place. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't have any of these in my place because I live in Bushwick in my apartment. You also don't have a car that you can drive away in. Correct. Well, I'm going to steal whatever's on the street, hotwire it after I watch a YouTube video, and it's cool. I'm not going to do that if the FBI is listening. In that case, you know, I'm definitely going to bring, you know, music's still going to be important, even in like, you know, a nuclear apocalyptic situation, at least for my own sanity. So going to bring my Martin acoustic guitar to uh, make my, to cheer myself up to play songs uh, for the soundtrack of the apocalypse. And then I'm going to bring a decent supply of my favorite, favorite soft drink, which is uh, diet Dr. Pepper. No calories, okay? I'm not bringing the calories. I'm just bringing the taste. Diet Dr. Pepper. No free ads. I'm also going to bring... I, does, like, Holly count? I have to bring Holly. No, that's, that's, that's not a... She's, she's a person, not an object. She's a person, okay. Yes. We respect women on this podcast. She gets her own five things. No, no, no. Don't, don't frame it like that. I just didn't know, like... <laughs> she, so she, she comes regardless. I don't have to yes. count her. Okay, yes. cool. Yes. No, she'll be the happy cat to hear. counts as well too. You can oh yeah, and, Pi- yeah. and Pippa. I have a new kitten. She's adorable. Uh, Andrew met her. Andrew met her last night. She's a small girl. S-M-O-L. You can't tell me the cat gets to bring five things. <laughs> her, favorite, want... her five favorite toys, or her four favorite toys, and her litter box. And that's true. Food. I have to bring. I have to bring her favorite toy, which actually right now is just like a, a big fucking string that Holly pulled out of one of her old pairs of sweatpants, and she's obsessed with. So I got to bring that the big long string for her to keep her occupied i'm gonna bring oh man i only have three things is that, is that all that encapsulates my life my minimalist life i'm like henry david thoreau out in the woods i don't know i'm gonna leave it there i think those are like the only things that i really need. and then like i'm not gonna say like oh i need these clothes because i don't want to be naked like the obvious <laughs> stuff the obvious stuff my iphone i need my iphone bro how am I going to stay connected? Yeah, that's well, what I'm. That's what I'm bringing. Anymore, so. Oh no, internet. Yeah, but I can still take well, I'm just selfies. Saying that if if the new pics. comes, you'd imagine that the internet's probably going to go down. Right, but at least in this vicinity. But when you, yeah. once you get out of the vicinity, you're fine. But I can still what take selfies. Take down the buildings that create the internet. <laughs> I can still take selfies though, and be like at the fallout shelter. LOL. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Eagle Scout and me kind of took over here when I when I was proposed this. I'm gonna get, I'm acquiring a, a grill, probably the like metal one that you could charcoal grill, but also put wood inside of it for both heat and food. I'm gonna get a hatchet because it's got both a hammer and a fucking axe head on the head of it, so I can chop things. I'm gonna get seeds so I can grow things. I am going to bring a guitar because I'm going to teach myself how to play guitar in the oh, fucking apocalypse what a because waste. I'm not going to be able to podcast and sports doesn't matter anymore. 
I'm gonna bring um, a gigantic tarp, like a really big one. You never know what you could always use a tarp. And um, oh, you mean like instead in lieu of a condom for your massive dong? Is that exactly? The joke? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, I think just Jesus. my skateboard. You know, if the world's gonna end, I might as well finally learn how to ollie. Yeah, it would be it would be an utter and complete fucking disaster if the nuclear apocalypse happened and you were not able to successfully land an ollie. I yeah. don't know if I. I mean, could... what was the point of living? You know. So basically, I'm gonna be living in like some camp. Hopefully, I've domesticated some animals and I've got. A, a tarp that I've either turned into like a hammock at this point, and I'm I'm a farmer who plays guitar and and skateboards. Dude, so. that was that's so weird that you mentioned that thing about the farmer and like having animals or whatever. I was just thinking today, like I was getting chewed out at work, and I was like, I'm really thinking about packing it all in, going to the backcountry, getting a flock of sheep and tending to them, like just be like a really you know attentive shepherd. Start and, with like, chickens. Just, like, Chickens? Or, yeah, start with chickens. Yeah, but I can't I can't carry that dope staff, like you shepherd can. staff for chickens. You definitely can. <laughs> I'm in it I'm in it for the staff exclusively. I don't well, really well, okay, if you and the, really and like the, the staff, and like the robe, you know, like the uh shepherd. Go with uh, goats. Go with goats. Everyone loves goats right now. You can do goat yoga. Yeah, goats have that like two thousand thirteen Matthew McConaughey buzz about them right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Was, was that all your five? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I also will bring guitar. So we'll meet up. We'll have a little jam sesh. I haven't picked which of the 10 guitars I'll bring, but. I would imagine the acoustic one. You got to bring an acoustic. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The acoustic one is the shittiest of the bunch. You need to get a quality Here's the other acoustic. thing about the acoustic. If you run out of firewood. No, 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 no. I'll find a tree. I'll find some shit to burn. I ain't burning that guitar. All right. So acoustic guitar. You know those water bottles they sell that convert dirty water into clean water mm-hmm. so one of those practical practically yes it better than bringing a 24 pack of water um a knife a good knife you could use that what? for many purposes killing things and eating them or cutting fabric okay some other things i don't know you guys went a lot more utilitarian with these responses which now i feel like um it points out Oh, I'm not done. Don't worry. Oh, okay. fuck. You know what I should have put on my list was a fishing pole. What? I'm going to drop this in the bu- and grab the fishing pole. In the bunker, there's going to be a, f- uh, a a well to sh- fish out of? Ideally, what? my bunker is close to like a creek or a lake. Yeah, that are affected by the radon yeah, and the aren't, fucking aren't, nuclear aren't, bomb. Aren't bunkers inherently separate from like the outside well, world and nature? If you think about, If you think about the nuclear apocalypse... They're not going to hit some, like, random hellhole in, like, the middle of Missouri. Oh, okay. So it'll still be fully habitable wherever mm-hmm. you go. So Okay, so you don't, we're not, I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking, like, uh. Like, the United <sighs> States is a very large country. Yeah. Gotcha. So it like, will be habitable. Yeah. All right. This is giving me hope. I'd bring a lot of beans. Beans. Many okay. bags of beans. A backpack really a cornhole. with a bag of beans. The whole the whole thing's filled with beans. Uncooked beans. Just to take up less space. And I got one more, right? Yeah. Did you hear the, the Safety Brothers sequel, Uncooked Beans? <laughs> is this the one that uh uh Julia Fox is the muse of? Yeah. And well in this case she wouldn't be the muse of. 
No, she won't be the muse of that. She won't be the muse of uh, Uncooked Beans. And I think number one, I'll bring my favorite mag that Andrew got for me. It's Whoa. uh, it's the Star Wars mag. Where did I you got find che- that? You got Chewbacca up top, and then not Chewbacca down below. Where were we that we found that together? Freaks. I don't know. <laughs> We found that somewhere, like, that was literally, like, had it, they, they were giving it away for free, and I, like, jokingly gave it to Joe, and he, like, full-on kept it, and apparently he uses it, so. No, I, I look at it, like, once a Yo, year. Yo, you know what terrifies me? How- May the fourth be with you. What genuinely terrifies <laughs> me is that there are, like, brick-and-mortar adult film stores still in operation. That really, like, terrifies me. They're- definitely mob fronts really you don't think there's like clientele no i mean i do think there's limited clientele but that just seems like a cash business that they it's could cash like, grab funnel money it's an absolute it. cash grab joe you know like i feel like also they don't sell via or not via movies as much now they just like probably toys. just sell like toys and like shit, you know yeah. expressions on long island joe they're, they're like all over the place Dude, yeah, that's right on 27 dude, those, those are cursed like, the mafia was heavily invested in, in the early porn business. So, hey, 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 Tone, you gotta, you gotta get into some of these dildos. They're cash cow, all right. <laughs> There's the a guy who plays the woke Christopher Maltasanti on on TikTok that I would I would love to have him on Brickhouse for like five minutes. The to woke just like, soprano. It's so funny. I, I'll the next time I see it, like he was. There hey, was Tone, one, gender is a social construct. Capiche? He was he was talking about we gotta respect these girls' genders who work at the club. <laughs> they're, they're not their gender. We gotta respect these girls' uh pronouns, the strippers who work at at the club. It was it was very good. That's I got you gotta you gotta send that to me for sure. Yeah, I next time I see one I'll I'll send it your way. Thank everybody for listening. Thank you, Mike, for making some time to uh goof around with us tonight. Thank you for having me. Don't um, forget April eighth Hills to Height. Yeah, for real. If you got Arlene's grocery if you have any interest in going to the show, reach out to Joe, Andrew, or me, check out the links because I don't wanna Joe doesn't wanna get texts from you day of show. Same here saying like What I didn't get a ticket. Are you kidding me, bro? And DM me to find out what we're gonna paint on joe's body uh, i'm i, I want to know the best thing that we can get so that joe can flash the crowd and it, it'd be fun so um joe hasn't agreed to doing this yet but i, I got i got my apparently i have no say in this let's fucking go i guess <laughs> my body not my choice <laughs> all right uh hit the hotline 917-740-6429 we'll catch you next time <laughs>